0: I believe that private practice physical therapy is the key to solving the healthcare crisis. And in this video, I'm gonna share with you a personal story from uh, the day with Dan. So got to spend a day with Dan Kennedy in his basement at his personal residence. And we're gonna talk about the PT story specifically and why physical therapists have come to resent marketing. So this is not for you if you're looking for an easy way out or like a lotto ticket or anything like that. If you're not willing to work as a private practice owner or if you believe and you're adamant about that high quality of care is the answer to all your business problems and is the driver for business success. It's important, but it's not the driver for business success. We're gonna talk about that here in a minute. It's for you if you wanna learn how to control your new patient flow. This is for you if you're looking to leave an impact in your area and become the PT expert in your area. It's also for you if you want to solve the marketing problem once and for all. So let's walk through this and what happened. So we invested at BPTM here in a day with Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy is the author, probably the greatest living marketer alive today, but he's the author of, I think, 31 books. Many of them are uh, bestsellers. They're all over Amazon, so you can go there. He has a, a very popular series called No BS. So, uh, no BS ruthless guide to management is one of my favorites, probably the favorite Dan Kennedy book, but, um, anyhow, so well-written author, you may know him. Uh, he did some proactive ads in the early two thousands, but like is the guy in direct response marketing. So anyhow, had this day with Dan, really nervous walking in. He picked us up, drove to his residence. We go to the basement a day in Dan Kennedy's basement. It was really, really cool. And the first thing that he opened up with was, how many states do we have direct access in now? So he was really, really aware. He had done his research and he knew about physical therapy. He's been in healthcare for over 30 years, working in healthcare, one of the many industries that he's helped people. But he said, let me tell you the story about what's happening with the physical therapy owner, and he was directed at me, and um, you know, many of the people that you're meeting within BPTM. Here's the story. And he said, the first thing that happens is when they're younger. They made a decision. They're a good person. And they say something along the lines of, I want to help people. So, you know, maybe there was a shadowing experience or a volunteer experience, but they said, you know what? I want to become a physical therapist. I like this field. I like the idea of helping other people as my career. And this is what I want to do. So that decision is made. The second thing that happens is they go off to college or university. This is what we do, right? College or university. And we're indoctrinated with this idea that high quality of care equals basically career success. So whether we want to work at the hospital or acute care or home health or peds or a, an acute unit or anything like that or outpatient physical therapy and we want to be our own boss one day, that if we just have this high quality of care, if we just have you know many letters after our name, right? I, I think I was up to, uh, what did I have, 10 at one point. So if we just have a lot of letters after our name, then everything else is going to take care of itself. So we were indoctrinated with this belief that, you know, it's just repeated over and over that if we have these certifications, if we have this amount of education, if we just do what this, the colleges and universities tell us to do, everything else will take care of itself in our career. And you and I now know that that's not the case. The third thing that happens is we go work for somebody else. For me, I went to work for a POPs practice. Maybe you uh, did the same or you, you had some sort of work experience, or maybe it was even a clinical experience where you were jaded. You were like, I don't like this. And I have this idea of a high quality of care that I want to deliver and I want to do it my own way. So I want to become my own boss. So we decide that. That's step number four. Decide to be our own boss. And we make that commitment. We go out, we open our own practice and we're going to, you know, leave this huge impact in the world and do things our own way. And it's all going to be focused on delivering high quality of care. So we're only going to see, you know, one visit every 75 minutes. It's going to be strict one-on-one care and everything else is going to take care of itself. And we're just going to treat people really, really well. They're going to do amazing. Everybody's going to attend all their appointments. They're going to graduate. Everybody's going to reach their goals. And then they're just going to go out and spread word like wildfire. And before we know it, three months in, our books are going to be, our schedule books going to be full. And we're going to be in such demand that we have to hire more PTs. And you and I know that is not how it works. So we do that. We go out, we think it's all about high quality of care. If we just treat people the right way, Whatever the right way is in our mind, then everything's going to be okay. So we do that. We then realize quickly, frequently, that it's not high quality of care that equals private practice success. It's other things. For example, it's marketing, personnel, our ability to hire, fire, train people, go through, um, you know, the four phases of management, things along those lines, but working with personnel, building an organization that way, finance. You know how we create a pro forma, how we stick to our budget, how we invest back in our practice so it's growing, um, etc. And operations, how we create processes, things like that. They're kind of the four pillars of a uh, private practice and really business success. But anyhow, the most important here is marketing because if we don't have people coming in, then nothing else really matters. So very quickly we discover, hey, it's all about marketing. That's probably the reason you're listening to. You know this episode or you're watching this episode right now is because you're looking to hear about marketing now why is this important because what happens is once we realize that it's marketing predominantly and it's not high quality of care we start to resent and Dan laid out three specific things that we resent the first thing we do is we resent the college or the university because they told us if we just you know studied hard got our now it's seven-year degree and got our DPT then everything else would take care of itself we might have to take one or two you know, Con Ed courses in the future, or maybe a lot of Con Ed courses, get certifications, our OCS, CSCS, or something like that, but we bought into that message. So we resent the college, even though it's not really the college's fault. They're doing their role in preparing us for a licensure exam and becoming a PT. The next thing that we do is we resent ourselves. Like, I've been duped. You know, I, I made this foolish decision I thought I was going to be this amazing practice owner just because I have a degree from my college, my university. I didn't know that I had to study marketing. I didn't know that I had to understand finance and uh, be able to develop a pro forma and create a reserve account and, you know, manage payroll and all these. I didn't know that. So we come to resent ourselves as well. And then finally, we come to resent marketing. And what many of us will do is we'll completely push off marketing because we resent it. And then we feel that we're in a high pressure sales situation and many owners will get to the, and this is the, the telltale sign for this. They'll say, just tell me what to say to the patient so that they schedule for the full plan of care. And here's the deal. If you understand marketing, you don't have to do anything tricky in the exam. You just have to follow a few basic steps that we'll talk about later, but it's marketing that sets that up. So we're going to talk more about that but that is the story that's what we come to resent so we resent the college or the university we resent ourselves and we come to resent the topic of marketing even though we know that that's what we need in order to survive and ultimately grow our private practice. So why is this important? Well, right now today there's we have an 18 trillion dollar GDP here in the US. 3.3 trillion dollars. That's trillion with a T as in Tom is devoted to healthcare, So one out of every $6 spent in this country goes to health care. It's $10,300 per person for each individual, 325 million people here in the U.S. Out of that $3.3 trillion, 72% goes to physicians, hospitals, and medications. So basically, we'll call it not conservative care. Many people refer to it as invasive care. What do you think the percentage is for physical therapy? The percentage of that $3.3 that goes to PT? It's 2%. All conservative care, and that is 10%. So we kind of have the situations backwards a little bit where we should be doing conservative care first, and we should be doing invasive care as a last resort. And you and I know as physical therapists that many times that is reversed. So even if you look at the musculoskeletal market, it's an $80 billion musculoskeletal medicine market. Physical therapy is only 8%, or we all know the utilization for low back pain. It's one study had it at 7%, another study had it at 11%. So only one out of every 10 people, or one out of every nine, are ever making it to physical therapist if they have back pain, and they present to our system. That's insane. So we very much have this backwards internally here. We're calling it flipping the pyramid uh, when I'm talking about it with other physical therapists where we have conservative care first, and you're going to hear more about that. But you know, if we're going to truly do that, if we're going to truly put physical therapy where it needs to be and we're going to solve the healthcare crisis and be the key to the healthcare crisis. You know, we need to become aware and accurate in our thinking about how we're really treating marketing, you know, because it's not going to be high quality of care and just the word of mouth spreads. That hasn't worked. For the last year, it hasn't worked in the last 40 years, but many of us think that. And, you know, I'll even share with you, you know, where that comes from. It's about 120 years ago is where that, that idea originated from and it still exists today, but we're going to have to be aware of why we resent our marketing, which is the purpose of sharing this story. And we're going to have to be accurate in our thinking if we're truly going to flip the pyramid. So tune in next time. And what we're going to do is we're going to cover another lesson from Dan in 12 steps. So it'll be a 12 part series specifically on Dan's market message media match where we're talking about marketing, doing it the right way, going direct to the consumer in a way that's very effective, not only for me and my private practice here in central Pennsylvania, but 800 other private practice owners all over the U.S. and internationally as well. So make sure you tune in next time. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna cover scientific marketing, how you can be a scientist with your marketing the same way that you're delivering treatment to your patients as a PT or as a physio. And very specifically, we're gonna cover in 12 steps Dan Kennedy's Market Message Media Match and how you can go direct to the public, direct to your past patient list and truly control word of mouth referrals and also the growth of your practice and scale it in a way where you can be in complete control of your marketing. So make sure you tune in and I'll see you next time.